Welcome to the Bridging the Generation podcast. I'm your host, Malak Arif, and today I have a very, 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 very special guest, man. Hailing from upstate New York, man, I got the one and only Deuce Ellis, man. What's going on, brother? Peace, peace, man. What's good? What's good? Bridging the Generation podcast, man. Ah, man Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you coming on the platform. And um, I hope you got some time, man. Like I like I told you earlier, man. I definitely been checking you out, and um, I'm liking I'm liking what I'm hearing, man. I'm liking the visuals, and um, I wanna I wanna touch on you as an artist, man. What I what I notice about you, man, is is something that's very unique, man. Something that's out of the ordinary, man. So I wanna know how did Deuce Ellis become Deuce Ellis, man? Where did all this uh, originate from, man? So. Let's go back from the beginning, man. Um, first of all, man, you know what? Before I do that, brother, man, you know what? I'm looking on, I'm, I'm on the uh social media, brother, and I'm seeing you. This is maybe like when I first heard of you, man. I'm seeing you with West Side Gun, I'm seeing you with Mauler. I'm like, man, who is this guy, man? Like, I'm I'm seeing you featured on a lot of these dope tracks, man, and it's like, man, you just came, you 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 came out of nowhere, brother. Oh, you know, it takes it takes what mad years for overnight success or whatever. That's um, what they say. Nah, it's just you know making music for a while and, and developing and creating a voice and, and figuring out how to really develop this art in a way that's like unique and speak to the people. Right. And then you know, I gotta shout out the big homie Jordan. Um, that was just somebody I knew, like, I was like, I got to connect with this dude and, like, good things are happening. Follow intuition. So, gotcha. um, you know what I mean? Just just put, putting putting more work out. That's that's all. No, nah, um, no doubt, man. Uh, like I said, man, you you had a, you had a, um, you, 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 you had a nice uh, pace right now, you know, according to, you know, basically what I'm seeing. Like I said, man, it definitely stands out, man. And again, I want to go back to the beginning, man. Like, what you, what you, what, you, what, what, what I see from you, man, is is basically, basically, you're like a, you're a unicorn, man. You in a, you are what they consider an anomaly. I like that. I like that. And um, you know, my platform, man. I'm very, very picky with the artists that I select on my platform. I'm very, I, I, I'm, I'm very picky with the music that I listen to. And just hearing the output that you have put out, man, just in the the, the few projects that I've heard, man, is is I like what you got going on, man. So, so let's go back to the beginning, brother. Where All right, I'm gonna tell a I'm gonna tell, tell a dope story, and it's gonna tie in. Shout out to my brother Jay Steves. Um, I'm 12 years old. I'm in Buffalo for the summer. I was born in Buffalo. Okay. Uh, my mom's remarried and moved to Brooklyn when I was young, but I spent all my summers out there. And I broke my leg when I was like 11 and I couldn't walk for like almost two years. And I spent that two years in Buffalo. So as I'm like almost healed, a young Jay Skis just approached me because he lived on the same block that my grandma lived on. He was okay. like, yo, you from Brooklyn, you rap, right, rap. And like, I'd only like wrote poems or like thought about rapping. And like, I freestyled on the spot for the first time. And and then I just started going over his crib and rapping all the time. Like, that right. was the spark. And hearing that first, like when you drop a, a bar, and people go, ooh, right. I don't know. Like that's that's like a greater high than anything else that I ever chased. So 
that's that's where it started. But I always wanted to make music. I remember being like real young, and you know, like moms were single moms at the time, and she'd be gone. But whenever she come back, I like, like at like two, three years old, be like banging out like a song, like for when right. she came back, be like, look, I made you a song. Um, so like, you know, it's it's been a forever thing. But as far as like, you know, career wise and like, you know, making a, a living path off of it, like, I took some time, man. I moved away uh, to Hawaii. And I lived on the island for a bit, did a lot of psychedelics, and I learned how to produce. And I, I realized that, you know, I wanted to be hands-on with what I created and, like, mm -hmm. responsible for it. And so, you know, I just, I spent time in that realm. And then the sound developed more. I picked up instruments. And that was, that was scary at first because, you know, it, it sucks to suck at some shit. You know what I mean? Like, like to, yeah, to no. have it, a guitar and then you're around like great guitar players and you could barely like ding ding, you know. But then you can't. Hey man, I tried that guitar, man. I, that guitar, man. I, I I had to give up on that, man. I play I play drums and keyboards, man. But I I tried guitar and I kept cutting my fingers, man. I I I, I said it's not for me, man. I can't do it. It's a, and like that was like psychologically though, as, as like just a practice, like in the yeah. art of mastering anything. That was something that was dope to me was that like you had to build callus on your you know what I mean like you had to build yeah. like that that shit on your fingers that could endure like playing the string and I remember like looking back because I could play you know fairly like whatever now but like those those first few months where like I couldn't do a chord man I, I almost I like <laughs> cry and shit because like I just tried so hard and I couldn't do it and I, I was like am I just a weakling you know what I mean like what what. Oh, you are you you a musician, you a musician, musician. Yeah, but yo, two things. My favorite movie is Thirty Six Chambers, and how Dude had to go through. You know what I mean? And like, he wanted to go straight to the top level and be like, "Yo, I'm yeah." And and he thought that he was gonna fight. You know what I mean? He thought he was no. gonna and like they hit him with some. Now nah, we got mind power and blew this motherfucker away, literally, right? And but you appreciate the process, you appreciate the steps, you appreciate oh, no. that. Like somewhere along the line, like. You go from like being real trash of some shit to like yo, you keep putting in the work and like yo, now you nice. Right. And then like I love that that next phase. Like that's always what drives me is to where that phase where you can get inventive with the shit now. Like mm -hmm. now it's not just me trying to play shit that I heard so I can like sound decent. It's me like creating stuff and like in whatever mastery path that is, whether it's basketball or like. Right, rolling blunts, so, yeah. You know I mean, like mastering right. money, like it's all the same process in terms of how you just progress through the, the, the stages from like you know beginner to master and some shit. So, I, I love that process. And then the other part of it is fucking Quincy Jones, man. That Quincy Jones documentary, he says some shit like it don't matter if you rap or you only write songs, you should still know how to play an instrument because you're a musician. Mm -hmm. It's like, man, Quincy said that, like, yeah, I. Yeah, like, ah. <laughs> that's the go right there, man. Um, I notice a lot of a man, lot of hip hop. I can't, like, be, I can't set the bar lower. Than Jones. I didn't mean to cut you off, but go ahead, bro. No, no, I was just saying, if, if, if that was the standard, then you know, I didn't want to set the bar below the standard. I just wanted to keep like, and yeah. I want to do this shit for forever, man. So like, I don't know. There might be some point where I'm like sixty and like, oh, right. <laughs> maybe I still got bars. Who knows? Like, I don't know what bars is like at that point. But I know I could still like do whatever right. I'm like, like you know what I mean? Like 
or I could just play like in the crib by myself and serenade. Like, well, look, look, hold, okay, hold on, hold on, time out, time out. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. This is the Bridging the Generation podcast, man. What you're telling me, man, I now I'm starting to get a feel of who Deuce Ellis is, and 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 I appreciate you. You pretty, you answered my my question pretty eloquently, but I want to take it back. You you told me you was 12 years old, um, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, so let's go back to that. Excuse me. Huh? No, I'm saying you 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 was telling you were speaking about when you was 12 years old. You met a buddy of yours. Now, let's go back to that. You 12 years old. What was the sound of hip? Because I don't know how old you are. What was the sound? of music in your environment what was the what was the what you know in the in the in, in the environment that you was in what was the soundtrack the music that was popular where um in the environment that you was from no it was it was that wild time where like um things was changing like like it was the mixtape era you know what i'm saying so like i got a heavy heavy appreciation for bars at the same time, like the South was kind of creeping up, and like that was like you know, important. Bro, come on, dudes, let me get some artists, man. Let's 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 go. Come on, we about to go in, man. I need. I, I yeah, want to go. Talking like you know, mixtapes, you talking like Dipset mixtapes, you talking. Uh, like, uh, I'm talking those K Slate tapes. There we go. You know what I'm saying? There we go. Uh, talking like Smack DVD. Oh, yes, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so like it was a lot of bars, man. It was a lot of bars at the time. Right. Like, and, you, and you had to like show up like 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 a like a, a swordsman. You know what I'm saying? Like just right. ready bars at the time. Or like that that's there where I came up from. But it was so, also you could begin to see like, you know, the change happening or whatever. Um but I came up like loving it, loving bars, you know what I'm saying? Like Who's the best MCs, Biggie, Jay Z, and Oz? No um, doubt. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, so look, so 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 check this out. So with that being said, you mentioned you know listening to your music, man. I hear a lot of different influences. You mentioned Quincy Jones, who's who's you know one arguably one of the greatest producers in in, in music history, man. A lot of folks do not know how revolution how he revolutionized music man but did you ever was the seed when was that seed planted as far as you being the artist that you are now because you're mentioning k slay you're mentioning um dipset you don't when i listen to your music man i hear a, a variations of a lot of different music genres so when did this this bug this you know this renaissance man that that we see in your music man was that Back, you know, during that era, did you have, you know, was, did you pick up any influences from, you know, outside of hip hop during that time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was always the, the weird one, the anomaly one. You know what I'm saying? Like just plucking from different sources and shit. Um, one probably because like hip hop wasn't really encouraged in the household. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, my dudes thought all of the objectifying women and the cursing wasn't that cool. So I couldn't really listen to a whole lot of rap. Like in the house, I'd either like right. sneak up at night and like put on headphones. And like that's when I would hear like Funk Flex when he was like breaking records and like the locks would come up in freestyle or like Dipset and then we'll come up in freestyle or like it, it was like proving grounds, you know what I'm saying? Like right. to come up at, at Flex and drop a freestyle. And then like after Flex, it was like, Cool would play shit that would be on clue tapes, and then even later than that, it was like K Slay. 
And like I sneak and listen to all of that. But then like what I could get away with listening to in the daytime was like other stuff. And I loved all music. You know what I'm saying? Like like I could get away with listening to classical and then this right. way I could listen to music and I wouldn't be bothered. You know what I mean? Or like jazz, like I love jazz. Oh, and and that was like heavy, heavy influence. Okay. You know, like I could just get away with listening to that for like half battle. Hey, like, mm. turn that rap music off. You know what I mean? Type stuff. So, <laughs> um, and then yeah, I'm, I'm you know, a, uh... keeping it a buck, like as a nineties kid, like like music was all over television. Every yeah. Commercial, every like time you walk down an aisle in the grocery store, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it was just yeah. everywhere. So like yeah. I pick up on all those sound bites and just love it. And like in my head, it was always like Yo, can I make that? Whatever it was, like when I heard "Smells Like Teen Spirit," and that blew my mind. Old Nirvana. Can I? And not just can I make that, but can I bring it like yeah. here? You know what I'm saying? Like, can I? You bring know, it I, to I, like, I, when that when that um when that record came out, I remember when that came out, man. I I'm not even gonna lie, man. I hated grunge rock, and that was the first album that made me appreciate grunge rock, man. It made me go back to um. You know, guys like the Who, um, you know, uh, uh, the Ramones, and you gave me appreciation for guys like that. But but I didn't realize when they when they dropped. I don't know how old you are, man, but they got a lot of backlash, man. When that album came out, man, like a lot of people. When you think about that album now, and I, I'm, I'm not gonna, I want to stay too long on on that. But um, a lot of people didn't like. They trashed that album when it came out, and it's crazy, you know, when you look twenty plus years later, man. It's it's beloved, man, and. You know, so I always thought that kind of, you know, um, that was always about art in general. Like, especially if it's really progressive and it's, it's you know what I mean, beyond its time. That's that's yeah. part of it. Anytime something's great. That's you, know, man. That's, that's you. That, that's, that's how I feel you are, brother. Like, when I listened, when I first when I first heard your music, man, I was like, bro, what lane are you in, man? It's like, it's really hard for me to pinpoint so you you, you you're kind of like me man i feel like i'm i'm in a like i'm kind of an, an anomaly myself man because i appreciate i'm, I'm I, I have a hip-hop platform but i'm a music guy i'm not just a hip-hop guy i love music and i look and and seeing you play the guitar seeing you you know um you know do different melodies and different you know use different arrangements on a lot of different your song on your songs man do you feel like would you consider yourself a hip hop artist, or would you consider yourself, you know, what do you consider yourself? A hip hop artist, you know what I mean? Um, it's because, like, that's that's like because, it, all right, as a black person, right, right, in America, what culture do I have that I can identify with that I can look around and I can see other people that are like me and understand me non verbally at first, and we can share rituals like concerts. It's, it's hip hop. That's the culture, right? So that's my culture. So anything that I would do musically is still hip hop, right? But then does that mean that like we can't begin to redefine elements of the black experience? Like that's why that was the other driving force for me playing guitar is that like young black boys would see this and like I'd be on stage with a pair of J's and now instead of like John Mayer playing over Jay Z tracks, it's somebody black. You know what I mean? Like and that and that that's cool. And not just that, but then like more people receive the, the benefits to that type of discipline. Cause like, I don't know, it's just something added to the swagger when like 
I don't took the time to did that and I could do that. You know what I mean? Like, I know you feel the same way, like when you shred on drums and you're like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, add that to like, yeah. you know what I mean? But, but you didn't just do that overnight, right? Like, it's not uh-huh. like, you put, and like, what really makes that special is the time. And, and it's, you know what? It's the fact that like, me growing up, guitar was a white thing, right? Quote, unquote. Why? That's, that's all, like, why? Why does that have to, why can't it? Be like normal for me to do that, and, and normal for everyone else around me. Like, mm-hmm. like, yo, so I'll get up the shred type shit. So, like, let's just break that 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 barrier, that mindset. And that's probably the same way with the musicality. It's like, why is it white or whatever? Like, you know, too high crest for like, like, like it's not like niggas ain't smart enough to figure this shit out. Right. Another language. Yeah, you know I mean, like, it's it's like it. Yo, one of the illest things I ever did. Somebody told me if you want to get rich, take somebody who's rich at your craft out for like lunch or some shit. And I sat with Aloe Black and he gave me something that really, really like cracked my skull open. And I, I, I put it to everything he said. He was like, bro, if you can write raps and you can put together rap songs, your mind could like do and create anything, like not just rap. And so that that always just kept me now expanding. It's like, well, what else right. can I do? And I can still rap. And, and for this new album, like I really wanted to like bring back like focus on the bars, but also like like just, I'm working on this sublime balance of like the musicality and bars and like telling the story. You know what I mean? Like right. it's it's a balance, and you just keep working at it. Um, and I think you know people see the progress, the growth, the definition, staying consistent. Okay, so do you when you when you you know being that you're in a genre, you know, where I'm going to be honest, as much as I love hip hop and I, and, and Lord knows I love it. Um, there, there at times, man, I feel like not particularly the genre, but the fans of the genre, they don't appreciate other genres outside of hip hop. Now what's, what's your take on that? Now I know you don't feel like that, but do you feel like, you know, like man, I'm I'm kind of like I'm I'm kind of out here on the island. It's not a lot of artists that 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 are that are doing what I'm doing. You know. Let me let me put it to you like this: Go ask and go hang out with any black person, and they all gonna hit you with like, "Yo, but I listen to this, and like, y'all don't even know about it." You know what I mean? Like, we all have some shit that's not rap that we love listening to, and we all think it's like some taboo thing that like. Nah, motherfucker, everybody likes some alternative different shit or just something that's like not hip hop. That's probably something else that we should like crack open to so that we can enjoy some of this other music that's in people's iPods and playlists that we ain't heard. You know what I mean? Like, like I know you got some other some other dope stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not just like straight rap. It can't be music that you got to play for other It's just vibes, so I feel like every, every, everybody listen, and that's why genres are blended, is because everybody listens to like something else and indulges in something else. So I don't know. That's just. That's just <laughs> I, 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 hear, I hear what you're saying, but I'm gonna be honest, man. Let's put it like this: I feel like this is, you know, and this is this may be the, me being the old man in the room, man. Um, I feel like a lot of hip hop fans, they, they're knowledgeable about 
other music, of course, but there's a difference between being knowledgeable about something and being able to appreciate something. You may know who John Mayer is or Stevie Wonder or Eric Clapton. And, 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 but I don't know how many hip hop artists, man, hip hop fans that truly appreciate those guys. I'm, I, I deal with a lot of them, man. I'm just, I'm just, just my, my personal, my take, you know, um, I just, you know, I, I don't know, man. I know, I know you're not the only one that thinks like that, but I'm gonna be honest, man. It just seems like the, the fans of the genre, man, you know, um, I don't know. They just they they a little tough on genres outside of hip hop, man. Like the purists, the hip hop purists, man. Like the you New York guys, man. You guys is like <laughs> y'all like man, y'all beautiful beautiful part of man New York dudes. Y'all barely want to hear nothing outside of New York, man. <laughs> Yo, like people loving what they love is a beautiful like, and because especially if you come from like this climate and this atmosphere. So you don't yeah. roll with somebody through the south, you probably can't even appreciate bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like you couldn't appreciate that till like truly until like you understood where that music was for. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and the same flips the other way. Um, and and that's that's just what everybody people like what they like and what they, they go yeah. through with. Or right. you know, diving in and then being able to appreciate and dig other vibes, like everybody got their things. Hey, right. Nah, nah. It's, I mean, it is what it is, man. I think as you, as you, um, a lot of times with me, man, I think it's just a part of my, um, what do you call midlife crisis, man? Cause I'm, I'm like 40. So a lot of times, man, I, I, I remember how things used to be. And I, <laughs> sometimes, man, I look at what, how it is, man. And I just, I would just love if we, if we had more artists like you, that's, you know, guys that, are pushing the boundaries but guys who's also preserving the culture you understand what i'm saying yeah but you know what that there's more and more of that happening oh and then we just we just continue to like listen i appreciate everyone's form of artistry like and then there, there's some stuff that i don't get at first and then like i pay a little more attention to it or i see the artist be consistent and it's like oh sweat i get it yeah. You know what I mean? And the younger generation. So it's yeah. not like I feel like, you know, because listen, my parents hated my music. I mean, like my generation's music, like the stuff that I loved as a kid, like they thought that was trash. And like to yeah. me, that's the greatest stuff ever. That's like the golden era of music. And they think it's trash. They think it's the music right. that they listen to, like, they were coming up and getting their swag is the greatest music ever. So, <laughs> you know, that's part of it too. It's like the music that you first started. You know what I'm saying? Like fucking to and like going out to and like developing as a person. I just stick different because like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that's that's the finding times. Like we always feel like that shit is, is the best and the better. But in the era that we in, like the kids who's like watching people make music on their laptops, that's yeah. a different type of wizardry. You know what I mean? And like I just sit back and appreciate that too because then I look and I be like, yo, I can't. I don't. I, I don't even like conceptualize creating like that. I respect it. It's different. Right. I like people to. But the fact now is, I just show that like, yo, you can do that, and then you can plug an instrument in and have that over it, or just like having more knowledge of of how to work your tools. You know what I'm saying? It just allows you to make more beautiful music with more more enriching music, to enhance the experience. But however that comes about, like, 
Yeah, I mean, these kids is, is fucking wizards with the with the computers and with a with a laptop. Yeah. But like some of them, it's just a tablet and they're figuring out how to do like. Yeah, they was born into the matrix, man. They was they was born into the matrix, man. They born in they was born into technology, man. So you got you got to give it to them, man. I got I got two little ones. I got two kids myself, three kids myself, man, and they they know these tablets and little gadgets and all this stuff, man. They they've been dealing with this stuff since they was three years old. When I was three years old, I was banging on a damn Fisher Price uh, <laughs> drum set, man. Yeah, man. So it's you know things. I've I, I've embraced technology, and I've also embraced the times, man. And I appreciate you know I appreciate artists like yourself. And, <laughs> Today, great music is great music, man. Don't it don't matter if the artist is young, old, whatever, man. You know, so I hope I hope we always all try to figure it out. Yeah. No, I hope what I'm saying. I hope I hope I hope I'm not implying. I don't want the 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 audience, man. I never want to uh, imply that I don't appreciate because I really do. I I love great. I'm, you know, I'm gonna tell you, I'm biased to great music. I'm biased to great music. Man. I don't care if you're 13, 14 years old, man. If you make dope music, I'm rocking with you. Like I can run off how many. There was a time where, man, I you know I could I could count on one hand how many artists that was born in the '90s that I listened to. But now I can count on like hands, feet, uh, <laughs> my dog's hands. But like you know, so as 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 time has 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 um has moved forward, man. A lot of good, a lot of younger artists have came into the genre, man, and have contributed, man. And I, and I love it, man. I love it. You know? So, so look, describe your sound. We, we talking about music, man. We talking about different genres, man. How would you describe your sound? What you do? Um, right now, it's me with my MPC and my bass and my guitar. And I'm just sitting there getting funky until mm -hmm. the vibe is right. And then I find that vibe and then I get the bars. And that's 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 through some right here. Sound like somewhere between like funk, gospel, soul. You know what? It's harder for me to describe. So I've heard other people say like it reminds me. Maybe some tribe shit, maybe some village shit, but like different and like yeah. you know what I mean? Like you you changed from you know I mean? like, out like from, from like and like that's probably yeah. where I, if, if, if like I, I like the vibe of like real, real sophisticated harmonics, dope melodies, and right. then just some knocking ass drum. That's really that's really what the, the it is. It's just some dope harmonics, some fly right. sounds, some some melodies and stuff. Like, be in your ear for a while and then just some drums that's like um no doubt, no doubt. You know I'm listening I was listening to um a couple of your projects man because you know before I interview an artist man I have to listen to the entire catalog man and I'm listening to Camo Ellis man I'm going through uh Goodbye Blue and you know I'm just you know I'm going all the way up to uh the, the the most recent project and I noticed and you can correct me if I'm wrong, man, but my ears, I don't believe my ears is wrong. But it seemed like you have went through different phases, different, uh, you know, your music has changed from album to album. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 
like I like doing and, it too. You know what I mean? Like, um, just just always new challenge, always new growth. And each each project kind of takes on a life of its own. Like I like making yeah. projects. Each project has a vibe and like is a moment and a momento and a feeling. And and then because those those there's such like intense vibes and they're not just in the moment, like they hit different when we played them like a few years. You know what I mean? From like the, the date that they came up. Like this was meant to be like played, you know what I mean, for as long right. as, as long as possible in perpetuity and shit. So I was just trying like get out of like you know what I mean, the the the, the, the vacuum and, and create just something completely in like this all around and then just right. like be, um, but you know, some some along Camel Ellis, you know, I just seen that people really like a lot of a lot of that fusion, the harmony and and the melodies, with like those hard drums and shit. And so, so that so, that so. really that really like hit different. And so, so basically, you know, what you tell me, I really just wanted to bring in like all of my favorite rappers in the space at the time. That's really what that album was like. I wanted to make like a certain type of beat um, and then just have like my favorite rappers rap over like those beats. Right. And and, and like just make it a vibe all the time. And then like really it started, I made the comic book first and we named it. Hold on, hold on. Time on time. You moving, you moving a little too fast. Hold on, hold up. I'm the host, man. Hold on. Yo, yo, let's, 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 let's pull it back. Come on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, we can get to that, uh, that, that, that. That's my album, man. I want to spend a little time on that project right there. I like, I like that project, man. Let's, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. So, you, you, like I said, man, and I'm listening to what you're saying, and what you're saying is it, it makes a lot of sense as far as you know. A lot of these albums, man. You said that they take a life on its own. Now, was this a, was this an a uh, an effort that you uh, uh you know that you purposely like a conscious effort? as far as, you know, how you're going to release music, like, was this a conscious, was it ever a conscious effort as far as this is the type of artist that I'm going to be? And this is the lane that I'm going to be in. Or has it been, you know, it just, it's just organic and you just, it just, you go wherever the music takes you. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm not that, like, like, tactical enough to where I'm like, yo, this is like, my lane. Nah, I just every time I make, you know, I like, it's it's also like I set different parameters and shit, so it'll be like, yo, I'm gonna work with like these type of instruments, these type of sounds, filling this vibe and give myself this amount of time and just work and, and create and then the music kind of dictate from there, you know what I mean? Like the, the spirits or whatever just kind of guide gotcha. the process and then no doubt, no doubt. You create that and then go through that experience and and the joy of like bringing it to the world and putting it together like how you gonna roll it out. Yeah. Back in the days you used to go and like, I don't know, go on tour <laughs> and like touch the people and shit. Um yeah, yeah. but man, if you was back in the seventies, man, you'd be a rock you would have been a rock star, man. It was sixties or something, man. You've been you I I can see you enjoying it. You 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 would have Enjoy being a rock star, man. <laughs> Would have, I, I do not. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, yeah, you pretty much. Did. But you, but you say you a hip hop guy, man. So you know, like, I, you know, a lot, a lot. But then again, a lot of the hip hop guys saying they rock stars too. Hip hop is the rock and roll. I don't even, I don't even know anymore, man. <laughs> I don't, I don't like, even know anymore. Like being, being, being a hip hop star or whatever is, is being a rock star. Like, is yeah. What's the difference? But, but I would have totally, totally, probably like really dug all of those cool like 60s cats and shit. You know what I mean? The 70s cats. Like I definitely love that spirit, the spirit of that era. And um I say this this new album, you're the first person I'm gonna announce this to. Um why not? Let's drop it on okay. the beat. A prison, a prison and um it is heavily like inspired by that time. And so yeah, yeah. That's that's right there for you, bro. Acid coming coming in twenty twenty one. Yeah, let's let's make it feel like that time again, but like, but also push it forward. No doubt, no doubt. I, I like that, man. I like I'm that. You know what I'm saying? I like I, I like how you like I said, man. And I'm gonna be honest, man. I said what I said. Anybody got a problem with it, man? Like I do. I purposely. I I mean, I I, I do feel. That a lot of hip hop purists, man, do not appreciate other genres of music. I'm sorry, that's the but way. But that's I why feel. they're purists. <laughs> that like the, yeah, the, the, the purest purists. I, I get Yo, that. You know what I mean? Because somebody's got to like get stalwart for like all things that are standard. But then that's that's also how you know that boundaries are being pushed, right? Like when Kanye did flashing lights, and I'm like, you know, the, the purists were like, eh, I don't know if that's hip hop. That was dope. But then, like, the, the thing that, listen, the real power of hip-hop, and, if you and, and like, on a deep level, not too, like, this is how we claim that power of the world. Because hip-hop is all-encompassing. Like, we'll take any genre and make it hip-hop. Like, we want to do some rock and roll shit and make it hip-hop, now rock and roll is hip-hop. But rock and roll can't be hip-hop. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like, like yeah. that's so fire. Like, we can go do a yeah. country hip-hop record. And it'll be the biggest record of all times in the history of records. And country, and again, the 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 country record purists, they have their moment where they're like, "Nah, that's not country." And we're like, "It's hip hop and it's country because we say it's country." What you gonna do? You know what I mean? So I, I, I respect the, the path of the That's that's what makes any genre. You know what I mean? Time But again, that's how we push it too. Because like when we push the purists to get fucking the little Nas X joint over, that was big. That was like, yo, we now country music has grown. Now maybe it's a couple more black folks that could rock with a couple more white folks in a couple more different places that maybe we wouldn't have bonded. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the power of music that makes it more powerful than like anything else, bro. Well let me say this dude. It's not so much as the artists in the genre it's more so the fans. It's the fans of the genre. When I mean the pure, like that's what I'm really. Oh, okay, yeah, because it, just, yeah, it just seems like the 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 fans of the genre. Now you mentioned 808, 808 um, breaks, uh flashlights. I'm sorry. As a matter of fact, let's even 808, 808 and heartbreaks. Um, I remember a lot of a lot of hip hop. Say it again. I said, order man's whole career. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I hear what you're saying, but at the end of the day, that, that was hip hop. Like, I feel like I feel like hip hop purists are more accepting of that than they would um, Billy Joel or Eric Clapton or Jimmy Hendrix. That's what, that's what I'm talking about. Like, like when something new comes on the scene, you're, there's always going to be a little pushback. You know, you're feeling like uh, it's going away from what it originally is. That's a that's a that's kind of like a different conversation. I'm just saying, like, I don't feel like put it like this. I'm gonna make it very simple. I don't let anybody get confused. Let's let's put it like this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I know Eric Clapton. Only in the sense that, especially hold on, say it again. motherfuckers bit off black people anyways. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just throwing their names out there. Like I ain't, I ain't on their dick or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm. That's one of the reasons that purists don't get into certain artists. I fuck with that. Like the ones that, like even the fucking Rolling Stones, who are kind of cool. Them niggas took a lot of shit from like. It didn't get the proper credit. It made mad money off of it. Yeah, of course. Nerve to be mad when black people do like sampling and shit. Right, 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 right. But they took no, whole songs, whole riffs, whole melodies, whole lyrics and stuff. You know what I mean? No, but listen, listen. This is what I'm saying. Like, I agree with what you're saying. What I'm saying is, is, is you can ask a hip-hop fan, the average hip-hop fan, about artists within Black culture. Like, about Stevie Wonder. Like, could you name me three Stevie Wonder albums? Could you name me... And Michael Jackson album outside of Thriller. Do you know who Whitney Hugh like? That's what I'm saying. It's not just about knowing white artists who do who do other genres of music. What I'm saying is I don't feel like we as a people we preserve our culture as far as black music. You know, it's a way that you can it's, you can walk and chew bubblegum at the same time. You can push the boundaries of music like what you're doing, but we can also preserve and appreciate the rich culture and history within our music. You appreciate that. You do. That, that, I don't, that part so, is important. And I feel like people, any new artist definitely has to like have a level of respect for for the artists that, that laid the groundwork. Like that's just part of the musical tradition. You know what I'm saying? Like like that's that's that should be basic. But yeah, no, honoring honoring, you know, those greats. And like I, I don't know. Maybe that's something that like we should continue to to push, is is to have some means of like preserving our culture and telling our stories and telling our stories accurately, as opposed to waiting for like outside forces to want to tell the stories when they can monetize. Right. You know what I mean? But um, I, I'm I'm with you wholeheartedly on that part, brother. That like we we gotta continue to like. And again, like, you know, the greatest form of storytelling that we ever had was the griots and, like, passing it down word of mouth. Like, and that, that's the other part of how we learn, though, is, like, I learned in the household, like, from my grandparents, when they'd be like, yo, you know what this is, you know who this is, you know what I mean, listen to this, and, like, shout out to my big cousins who, like, you know what I mean, like, we make sure, like, right. you know what I mean, like, so, and, like, that, that that's just part of the culture, too, that we got to ingrain in the culture, like, that, in, in general, not just the music, Either, but just that, right. like the older generation, continue to pass knowledge down to the younger generation, and, and make sure that we always learn it, to frame it in a way that, like, because we know youngsters are already, the youth is already just programmed to rebel against those older. Right. 
that's just part of like the sequence of the you think set, so? right? But when you sprinkle gems the right way, man, they pick them up and they do amazing things. And and then we also just gotta have faith in them too that like they're gonna like they're gonna do it their way. But but if we give them gems and guidance, like they'll have that and and they are smooth. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. So not on a problem with that, man. Like, like you but let the young people stuff like this. Like now, now I now I like as I'm thinking it with you, I understand more too of why this is Virgin Generations podcast because I see like a certain dedication that you have to continuing this. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we got a rich history, even just musically. That's why I say like when you ask me what type yeah, of artist I say, I say hip hop artists only because like. What did hip hop start out as other than sampling like funk and jazz and soul? And what was funk and jazz and soul, but like the chord, you know what I'm saying? And what was that but like old Negro spirituals and, and those melodies and those rhythms and those, those harmonies that got carried over? And what was that? That goes back to our origins. So that's why everything right. I do is hip hop music. But you're right, right in terms of like preserving that that lineage. And I, I, I love I love it. I love it. Where's your, I'm, this is a drink chance, but I just want to do it. Hey, like, <laughs> like. Nah, I appreciate that, man. I, I, I really do, man. And um, I'm humble, man. I'm, I'm glad that, you know, artists like yourself, man, you know, I do this really for artists and, like yourself and for fans um, who appreciate music, man, who appreciate, first and foremost, Black culture and Black music. And then we can accept everybody else, man. But we got to preserve what we have created, man, because I feel like what a lot of times, man, we have it's outside entities, man, they come in and like you mentioned earlier, man, and it's good that, that you noticed that they come in and take from our music, man, and, and they don't get it back. They don't give the uh, the credit. And we as a as a culture, and I don't mean just black people, I mean, as as pop culture, we hold these guys to a higher pedestal. We hold Elvis higher than we hold Chuck Berry. And it shouldn't be that way, you know. Yeah, and I, I think so, uh, with things like that, this, the tides are slowly changing. You know what I mean? Like, because, yeah. you know, and that's something that I posted today, too, was like the, the, the power of just living in your truth and consistency. Like, there's like posterity. And over time, like, there's there's nothing that defeats that. And so, like, for all the, for all the time that, like, Chuck Berry was underrated, the conversation begins to grow and grow and grow that, like, you know what I mean? And that, right. that's, that's the power of like being greatness in your time when, it's, when you have the time to be great and then just standing in your truths because yeah. that shit lasts forever. That's forever. What's up, yeah. No one can take that from you. Yeah. And like it lasts forever so that like your legacy benefit from it too. You know what I mean? And like that's that's yeah. how we break curses. That's how we set precedent and, and whatever it is that we do. Like, you know what I mean? And then, and then like we learn from the elders and we respect what they did, and then we try not. Yeah, I mean, we, we we go to the fucking deal table, whole whole different approach. We go to the deal table knowing that like we're not accepting no bad terms, but we understand mm -hmm. that like because we're the ones that make the culture, y'all need us, and right. because we have like the the freedom that we have now, we can create shit ourselves. So we don't need y'all as bad as y'all need us. Right, but. If you want to connect so that we can create something greater than the sun solar of our parts and we can do that, but I'm not bending over for you to fuck me. That's not how right. this shit works. And we're not yeah. like and yeah. especially honest. What would Jay say? 
um, for what they did to the Cold Crush. What they did to the Cold Crush, yeah. Yeah. Hey, like, we, we got to charge them extra and all that shit and just, just make yeah. sure and so we continue to grow. Um, yeah. Nah, man, I, I agree, man. It's, it's like I said, man. Um, it's good. It's refreshing, man, to hear a young brother like yourself, man, who talks like that, man. Because not really, again, my platform is bridging the generation, bridging the gap, man. It's not really. Um, I, I'm not biased to the younger generation. I biased to the older generation. I'm biased to great music. So what I, I just want us to just appreciate what we do as black people and our culture. And at the end of the day, to make it make a long story short. Ellis is creating a legacy as we speak right now. And he wants people to remember him 20 years from now. He wants his music, he wants your music to be timeless. You want to create a legacy from when, you know, so when you're gone, people want to know who you are. Just like what you're doing right now, these guys, we should preserve the greatness in the artists that came before us because you're going to want someone to preserve what you're doing. The world did not stop start in 1981. The world did not start in 1991. The world didn't start in 2003. So, you know, let's just preserve greatness, man. That's it. Generations, I love it, man. I love it, man. I appreciate that. So, look, let's move on, man. Uh, I want to, <laughs> I want to preach all all night, man. But look, I want to, I want to move on, man, and, and talk about this this uh project, man. That I'm really. Um, I'm, I'm really loving, man. I, I admit I'm late to the party, but I really, really, really like this project, man. And and the more I listen to it, the more I like it, man. The more I really appreciate what you got going on, man. And it's this midnight. Correct me how I pronounce this 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 word. A robo, a Boris, a How do I pronounce that? Yeah, I actually have um. Is it this one? Yeah, I have I have a tattoo. Um, it's it's the symbol of like the infinity snake, the snake that's eating its tail, and um, that that symbol was heavy for me as as we had entered in the uh, COVID times, just as the world was changing. Because as much as it was destruction, it was also like rebirth and new time. And so mm-hmm. I'm sitting with this word Orbis, and it's like an obsession, and I'm talking to the Shout out Kevin Delgado, fucking amazing artist who did the uh, artwork for the comic. I was just about to ask about that, man. That I love the album cover, man. I love the artwork. Well, the album cover specifically is Jordan, Commander, but um, the the artwork for the comic book is the homie Kevin Delgado, and oh, he and I were just cooking. Oh, get into that. Say that you move a little too fast. <laughs> Jordan did the artwork for the the album cover itself. And then Jordan the, the did album that. was. Jordan did that. He did that. Yeah, he's a beast. He's he's a, he's a goddamn beast. Um, and and a great human being on top of that. Um, wow. So, yeah, he did I, the I, album. I, I, I kind of, Jordan. I kind of snapped on Jordan early, man. Tell him I'm, I'm, I apologize, man. <laughs> No, I'm just joking, man. <laughs> you know when you texting people, man, and you saying something polite, but the way it, it it comes out in a text or a DM, man, because you can't see the person talking, so it, you you know, like you you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> like it might come off a certain type of way, 
and being that I don't, I've never like seen him in person or anything like that, or and vice versa, something can come up. But it, it's it's cool. It's cool. So whenever you get a chance to uh, talk to him, man, just let him know we good, man. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. All of that's just like proxy to the beast that we're a part of, right? Like that's just that's just part of the game. Is like especially in this fast paced communication, like miscommunication is like quick like that. Nah, that's yeah. y'all both amazing with me. So I'm sure that's that's nothing. But um, nah, he did he did the the album cover, the red joint with all the the characters on the front. But I was I was cooking because I, I did the comic book first, and I was cooking with the homie. Kevin Delgado, Solstice Art, shout out to him. And he, um, he and, like I told him, Orbis, and he and I were just going back and forth. I wanted it to just be like a two word comic book name. And Midnight Orbis just like clicked, like it just had the, the flow and the pace to it. And I was like, I was, I was like cooking up music at the same time and like I had the feel because like my dream was always to, um, to have this, this, Graphic novel be a, a a series on Netflix. That's like what I'm really working towards, and mm-hmm. then I do the score, and I, I do the score with like all like the dope producers in the in like the underground space, and like that just be like the rawest like animated series type of score, like animated yeah. score that like you've ever heard. And, like the soundtrack would just be like dope underground rappers for every episode, and it'd be like dope art. And for black people doing cool sci-fi shit, because you don't ever see that. So like that's really where the dream came from. And I was kind of making music that I like just just like playing stuff that I wanted to like hear for that and thinking of like who I want to rap. You know what I mean? And so that became the basis for the album, I guess. Um and then, you know, I just reached out to the homies and they all came through with slave and you know, it just had a, a, a pace and a feel to it that, you know, one, I knew, like, it, it would hit the palette and it would be different. You know, that's that's one of the dope things about not not being worried about taking, like, risks or, you know what I mean? Like, sticking out like a sore thumb. Yeah. You know, some people... You've like, always this, been like, like that. Have, have you, have, like, yeah, like, hold on, have, have you always been like that? Huh? Deuce, deuce, deuce. No, I was just like, have my you favorite music is always the stuff that, like, I think I hate. And then, like, half a long later, I'm like, yo, this is shit. How did I not? You know what I mean? Like, I love that. So, like, like that's how Jay-Z was. I hated Jay at first. I was like, I, I can't. I don't even get it. And then one day, it just, like, it just clicked. And now right. I think Hope is the greatest. Like, and it, took, it took me years for that to, like, actually, like. Where? Okay. The question I pose to you, where did that mindset come from as far as being original being you know uh marching to the beat of your own drum where did that come from you know, i guess okay just hey man it's your answer man you know you know it better than i you know i always have to when i see i'm the type of person man like originality man if you know if, if you know anything about me, man, originality. I'm gonna be honest, man. It's it's almost like number one. Like, for example, I have to listen. Be but hold on, say it again. I said I have, I'm not good at making like shoot 'em up music, and I don't really sell like cocaine or nothing, and I so I can't like rap about that shit. So yes, you could, huh? 
Yes, you could. Everybody else doing it. Nah, man. Like, like, like. Exactly. Just, because it's not authentic. It's not organic. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. You could if you want to, but it wouldn't be authentic. That's what I'm trying to. Like, that's what I'm I, telling I you. It, I'm, not, I'm not even good at it though. Like my wrist game is. Yeah, you know I'm saying like <laughs> it's not really. Well, you can you can rap about it if you wanted to. I I, I guess if I put my mind, how many niggas you didn't killed, how many chicks you didn't nailed, and how much whip, how much coke you got in the kitchen, and you can rap like that's what everybody they, like. A lot of these guys they don't live the stuff that they talk about. A lot of them. Yeah, but like you know, I can't, I can't, I can't do that. Like it just it never worked for me. The only thing that because like. I also do this to, to bring a certain sense of like whatever that 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 shit is that just feels amazing, like personal satisfaction. So like, right. I don't have the right word. Yeah, I don't. I, you know what I mean? Like, like, and then no, that's the right word, right? Man, you, right? Do, okay. you do you, man. Somebody you do in culture, you right? Do. You see, you see how you just spit a sixteen bar verse right there. Without even trying, like that's that's everybody's sixteen bar verse right there. It's like how much coke they sold, how much money they got, how many different people's bitches they fuck. Like that's the whole verse. That's sixteen right there. You just spit the whole sixteen in like a handful of twenty twenty, right? And and right. but people people are really skilled at it, and I admire their, their skill set at at flipping bricks and yeah. and catching bodies or sending other people right, right. to catch the body. Like yeah. there's a special art to that shit, and like. And delivering that shit. But then, but then, like for me, like the personal challenges. All right, we can't rap about like as hip hop in general. We can't rap about that for forever, right? So then, what else can we bring to the table, culturally? Like, like with the skill of fucking rapping, this fly skill that like we've developed as a culture, and we've passed. You know what I mean? Because every time somebody now raps, songs pass around. That all adds to the spice. There's different flow patterns. Different twangs, different ways of making words that don't rhyme, rhyme. Yeah, you know I mean, like different slangs, and all, all of that. Like the game is always full of stuff. So it's like, what else can I rap about? How fly can I rap about? And like, especially if, if everybody does that and the formula for that is there, and pretty much like there's white dudes on like Instagram who can do their like make a 16 bar trope because right. it's, it's become that much of the trope, then like, all right, what can I do? That yeah, you know I mean that's neat. That's original, and I like that sound. And if not everybody in the culture takes to that right away, like that's cool. So like, I I, I know that like continue to make things that stand the test of time. That's that's more powerful. Like, like stuff I'm creating, I own a hundred percent of like. I'm not, you know, like, I'm not getting the same samples off the same website that all the producers are getting their samples. You know what I mean? Website packs. Whoa, 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 whoa. Time out, time out, time out. Yo, you spilling the beans. <laughs> you spilling the beans, deuce. Yo, these producers out here, hold up, yo. Hold, hold up. You tell me. <laughs> I'm just, listen, listen, if you listen to enough of this stuff, and this is the only reason, I'm not even spilling the beans. They spill the beans on themselves. Because if you listen to enough of this stuff, you start to <laughs> I'm looking at the catalog you produce too. Not saying that you do that, but you know, so you what I'm saying is you would know. Like your I hold your words to a very high standard. So all I'm saying is 
there's been a time or so where I've heard like a handful of the same things across the you know what I mean? And I'm like, man, y'all should do more, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but again, that this is just my personal challenge. This has nothing to do with nobody else other than like my own sick head shit that I like to do. And I, I like to be like, if that's the playing field, then like, what can I do with my kid? Like, like any athlete, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, that's how they all training over there. And they all training like that in the weight room. What can I do that's going to make me like stronger, better, yeah. faster? And then when we all hit the court, I got moves that they like, oh, shit, I ain't even know you can move like. But then now, it's not just for me, because now, like, when you fuck the game up like that, now everybody starts training different. You know what I mean? I, I can hear it. I, I've already heard, like, people add more instrumentations to the music. You know what I'm saying? People digging a little deeper in the samples and trying to find shit. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and that's beautiful because that, that continues to push. And like that, that's all we here to do is like elevate the because I love this hip hop shit, bro. No, that's and that's only really to be to be honest. I'm gonna be honest, man. And I never really told I, I, a lot of times when we had these conversations about hip hop, man. My, my my main gripe, man, to be honest, is just originality, lack of originality from certain artists. That's it. At the end of the day, we all rapping about the same shit. But could you do it differently? That's it. Yeah, I love that. Part. Can can you like, like you from you 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 from Buffalo? So you you definitely familiar with Westside Gun? I seen you. I seen you on Instagram with him. But you don't sound like Westside Gun. You don't sound like Conway. You don't sound like. Those guys in Rochester, thirty-eight, and all, like, and, and they don't sound like each other. And and what I'm saying is, there is a way that you can be yourself, make music that's going to resonate throughout the culture, and be different. It's 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 not rocket science, you know. You're an artist, man. You would know better than I would, man. Come on. But listen, that's listen. That's always a part of it. That's just a part of like the beast. It's like. Anytime that something cuts through and strikes and it's hot and it changes the game and it changes the culture, like motherfuckers is just gonna try it anyway. Like they're gonna feel like whatever, especially if you do what you do like real well and real powerful. Like sometimes people feel like whatever they doing don't work no more and they gotta do something more akin to what you do. You know what I'm saying? Or they'll dig deeper into their originality if if they're smart, you know what I'm saying, and just come and continue to elevate the game to like, yo, this is what I got that don't nobody else got. This is what I'm bringing that's yeah. like different and powerful. Oh. And so like, yeah, yeah. I, I, like I said, I always just look at it like sports and I love the artists who like take that same approach and it's like, yo, I stay in the gym, I stay ready and like, especially now seeing the playing field and the game of traction, like, you know, I'm, I'm just staying focused and staying consistent because you gotta elevate and, and, and continue to win and, and play championship type years each each time. Um, and just take that mentality, which also just means like when I say athlete mentality, rest in peace to the late great Kobe. Um I used to, I used to play Kobe Bryant just like every day and like whatever speeches and like motivational speeches he was doing, I play all of that. But one of the things he said that like stuck stuck deep. When he first started playing ball, he wasn't nice. And he played in the summer league and he like bricked out and threw some air balls and he's just flat and he hated it and he didn't really get to play. And he spent that summer like, I think it was possible, I'm like, yo, you just got to practice more. And then he looked at the game and he was like, all right, the other guys, they practice two, three times a week. I'm going to practice seven days a week. 
every day. And if I do mm. that, not only am I going to catch up, I'm going to start to surpass him. And within two, three years, he was the greatest player in Philly and was on his way to the NBA. And he kept that same type mentality up. You know what I'm saying? In terms of like, especially like if, if you're not whatever, like I, I don't know how talented people are born. I don't know if that's like real. I just know like the difference between people who work and continue to work and don't stop and don't give up or some shit, don't make excuses and, and the results that that gets them. And, and sometimes it comes to, you know what I mean? Going through like some hardship, going through some knocks. That's just part of it. But like, if you're if you built for this, then like you do this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and yeah. that's for that's for whatever your sport is, whatever your vocation is. But going through law school and trying to pass the bar or trying to become a doctor, and like, you know what I mean? Moving the trash, like it's a way to move up through the ranks of whatever you at. Like, yo, and I know we starting to run over, but I'm gonna give one last like dope, dope ass story that that's like the realest shit. Is a story of two slaves, right? And like in like Egypt or some shit. What you smoking on, uh, dudes? Huh? What you smoking on? Uh, some shit. <laughs> yo, I'll tell you, yo, you, yeah, you, you, you from Buffalo, man? BK, whatever, man. Y'all don't smoke that bullshit, do y'all? Not even a little bit, bro. But so <laughs> two slaves, right? And they in captivity, and. They got two different mentalities though. One of them, like they get they they slaves because they get caught for like being in debt or some shit and like eating okay. back. But one of them's mentality is yo, I'ma just shut the fuck up, work hard and like keep it moving. And the other one keep complaining. And the one that keep complaining, he get worse and worse punishment. And he got to do harder and harder work. And the one that just keep working hard, he end up getting like hired out and getting like a job. And then he start being able to make money. And then he started being able to buy his freedom. And after he buy his freedom, he keep that same mentality. And he becomes a wealthy man. And the motherfucker who complained all the time dies in slavery. And they started in the same spot. You get what I'm saying? Interesting. Interesting. Hey man, you for 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 uh young brother, man, you 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 got some wisdom with you, brother. I I I definitely appreciate and respect that, man. You know, and that's why I say, man, you know, I appreciate a great conversation. I hope, I hope that's what we have. No doubt, man. Hey, talk about the Steve Kerr joint, man. You did with Camouflage Mark, man. Talk about that, man. I've been, I've been playing, I've played that song about five times in a row, man. Um, I love that shit, man. Tell tell me a little bit of uh, insight on that, that, uh, that particular song right there, man. You took me to a you took me to a space there, cause um I really didn't have much to do with that track, but that's kind of like I don't know that was a spark where like Camo Ellis happened, um and how I became a huge fan of Hus Kingpin. Shout out to Hus Kingpin. Yeah, Hus is a legend. Who's probably like my favorite rapper, rapper right now. It's like Hus. No Rose. argument there. No argument there. I think them dudes is just they're pushing on another level right now. But yeah, that was my first time hearing Huss. And Monk just asked me to play some guitar on the record. And it was dope for me because that was something I wanted to manifest anyways, which is like, in addition to rapping and producing, I just wanted to pop up doing guitar solos all over rap records and just have that as like, again, like, I don't know, I think wild down the line. I think like, 
when they like look back and it's like, yo, there's like, I don't know, a hundred records that like I just happen to play like solos on that are like sick or like, you know what I mean? Like do other cool shit and then leave touches on in addition to, you know, my personal catalog and then other stuff that yeah. I produce. But that moment was dope. And I got to I got put on the hus and it was the first time like Mark and I worked together. And then probably in that same that. That same week we did Camel Ellis, to be honest. Um, and, and it wasn't like intended to be a project or nothing. We was just making mm-hmm. music in my kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had the studio in the kitchen for whatever reason. I felt like that might be a cool spot. I felt like I could cook and make beats at the same time. Like, that okay. would be cool. um, so I had the studio in the kitchen. But we was, we was just in there cooking. Yeah, I mean, like that's what I was yeah. cooking food and making beats. I like, I like, I like the vibe, man, on that one right there, man. Hus, Hus goes in, camouflage, camouflage, Mark, man. He's one of the most underrated producers in in, in uh, independent hip hop right now, man. Explain, uh, talk about your relationship with him, man, because it seemed like when you guys come together, man, you guys make some really good music, man. I know he do, he did like four joints, three or four joints on this last project. So, talk about uh, Mark a little bit. Mark's the greatest motherfucking producer of this era, if you ask me, like, hands down. Um, what made some special? That's just the sauce, man. You know what I mean? Just, just some people just got a certain, you know? Um, and that's one of the motherfuckers. Say, that <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, <laughs> Like you got my mind, man. Um, and so, you know, he just captures lightning in a bottle every time. And then, you know, in terms of collaborating with people, you try collaborating with enough people. I've had every different experience from like people that it's it's impossible to work with and nothing gets done. People where it's like seamless experience to everywhere in between. And um, right. you know, just just I don't know the vibes that that particular time was just like. Real, real, real dope vibes. So it was just easy working. Mm-hmm. Like it was some of the most like whatever. The smoking blunts. I'm I'm playing shit. It was, you know what I mean? Like yo, play something like this. I play something like that. Like yo, I said, you know what I mean? Like just sending like pieces of tracks back and forth until like the whole thing is completed. But um, how long did it take for you for you guys to put that um? Uh, for, how long did it take for you to put the uh, the Midnight Auroboros Aro- uh, project together? Maybe a month or so. But because like I did a week in Buffalo, it was it was a wild time, man. A lot of shit was happening. Um, I went to I went to Buffalo to get just out of New York for a bit, one, and then I had an uncle who was dying of cancer, and he had COVID related shit going oh, on. Shit. I'm sorry to hear that, bro. Um, yeah, and so during, like I stayed for a week in a hotel, just making music and spending time with him. And then I ended up having to come back, you know, for his services maybe like two, three weeks later. And um, you know, that 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 whole thing kind of added time to the process. But I put in another week of like just recording. Like we made the music that first week and just had all the homies come through. So like CG, who's another amazing genius, came through, and what came through like we was all in. I cooking. I just wanted to have like vibes, um, especially after like you know I had been in New York like just isolated, 
going stir crazy. So I wanted to just like not make an album in the house. I felt like that shit would be stale. And so I just ran in the hotel, had people come yeah. through. Kang Wayne came through, shout out Kang. Um, you know, like my cousins came through. Like it was just, it was just mad different vibes. And like we had artists come by, and, like rap to some of the beats. You know what I mean? Just, just going off, just creating. Just wanted to create, have one of those like camps. You know what I mean? Like one of those like music camps for a minute. And um, yeah, you okay. know, they probably came through. And and again, like we just trading shit back and forth, hearing shit. I remember this one time, bro. It was it was like God came through, right? Cause like I swear he pulled up a sample and I played a chord progression like at the same time and it was in the same key and like the same like progression and shit. You mentioned uh-huh. chords of rain. You mentioned chords of rain. Like, dude, you do you know you know how to read music? Yeah, and write it a little bit. Oh no, that's all I want to know. That's all I was asking. That's dope. I mean, it's already yeah, nice. like, dude, you do know, like, man, what you do is different, brother. Like, I don't know any rappers that play guitar, brother. Name me right now. Name me another rapper that plays guitar. Go. I've seen some on the internet, but they're not nice. Like come on, dudes. They don't really. Dudes, come on, dudes. We talk about artists with catalogs. We're not talking about an artist, some nigga that's in his basement that's trying to put a demo together. We talk about a rapper who has a catalog. <laughs> Stop playing with me. Come on. Oh. Name a rapper, bro. Go. Let's go. Come on. Listen. I will front like I wasn't inspired by Lil Wayne. I'm not going to fight it. But I, I was don't play inspired. Like I seen his little run at it, and I was like, "Nah, I actually really want to be nice." Because for a second, I thought Wayne was actually like, like, transitioning as nice at guitar as he was at rapping. But but skateboarding ended up being like you know his thing. Like, I don't know, guitar is like just something like I really dig. And so I was like, "I want to get good. Why not? Like, like I I'm gonna be here hopefully for a little or like while I'm here like." Just gonna keep doing that. If I do yeah. this every year, I could at the at the worst, right? But it's dedication, man. It takes a lot of dedication to play guitar, man. I, I tried, man, for 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 three months, man. I end up I end up going over to uh, bass guitar and drums and, and and keyboards, man. Bass guitar, the notes is a little bit more far out. They're not as close together as the you know same thing with the strings as guitar. I started playing bass. You don't you don't. Huh? And I love bass. Yeah. Who's your favorite guitarist? Hmm? Who's your okay. favorite guitarist? My favorite guitarist? Any era, really? don't even matter. This era. J- Jimmy off rip. Like, like Jimmy's, Jimmy Page? Jimmy Hendrix, the, the, the first Uh-oh. thing I think of when I think of guitar, like, and why, why I even felt, like, comfortable or thought it was like cool, cool. You know what I mean? Like, and he like when I learned Jimmy's guitar lineage and how he played on the Chipman circuit and played like background. You know what I mean? Like, and he really, really Charles, he played with all those guys. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like he really, really like. 
But I wouldn't like, know. I wouldn't say we never know that. But let me take that back. I wouldn't say that. But a lot of people didn't know that. Let me just say that. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's becoming more and more of a thing. But like, just just the depth of how how deep, like, you know, for how well received he was by white culture and how deep he had like put in the work, you know, in the trenches, was was something that made me appreciate it more. Um, and made me feel like what I do is is rooted in that same shit. And, and like. That was the same thing Jimmy did. Like he was like, "Yo, I'm gonna take it wild. Like, I'm a, right. I'm gonna I'm push it." So, you know, I, and then if you hear what he was doing, you know, near the time of his demise, like, I, I love where he was figuring out the goal because he had brought back the soul, and you know, yes, he had like an all black band forming. Yeah, you, you know, he was just he was just figuring it out. Like, oh, um, yeah. Oh, he was about to take it to another. Level. I mean, he already took it to another level, but he was. I don't think. I don't but, think the the direction that he went to. I don't think guitar musicians have 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 went there yet. As far as nah, as far as like, like he was, when, when he was on another level. Play, you can just you can just hear how much just mastery he had over his his instrument. You know what I mean? Like 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 an extreme from both the. Yeah. yeah, like he knew it technically, he knew it spiritually. Um, but aside from from Hendrix, God, um, Jimmy, is it? Is it? Um, damn, I'm gonna fuck this up. But the lead guitarist Jimmy from Led Zeppelin, Jimmy, Jimmy Page. Page, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy Page. And then Robert Plant yeah, is the dude from um, Pink Floyd. The lead singer. Yeah, he's the, Robert Plant. Oh no, he's he's yeah, the lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the um, lead singer, Led Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy Page from um, Led Zeppelin was like a beast, and he just everything. I mean, they they ripped a lot of a lot of black music, but they did it in a oh. great way that you know what I mean, like great <laughs> artists feel type shit. Where yeah. they like they took it and they took it to their level, and they made yeah. it something different. Yeah. You know, you know how that goes. But, but you know where they got the sauce from. Exactly, but I, but I like what they what I like what they do. But they'll tell you that they'll tell you that they got all that shit from Muddy Waters and Hendrix and you know yeah. um, Robert Johnson. They'll tell you that like they're not gonna they they they're not gonna For keep sure. that a secret. Like you can you can hear it. You can it, it, they back then they used to call that um, and I don't know if they call it now, but they used to call that um, almost like like jazz rock or, 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 or blues rock. I'm sorry, blues rock. Yeah, no, I love that sound. Like um, the the sound on, uh, I love that. Just just a lot of what they did too, like sonically and how they were how they were capturing it, how they were mixing and mastering yeah. it. You know, it was a dope time where like the um, the technology was catching up and the musicianship mm. was at a point. So mm. yeah, let's that was cool. Okay. Okay. I like that. Nah. I think this is what I'm talking I mean, as about. As much as I was like coming at John Mayer earlier, I really do. I really do think he's like yeah. really, really dope guitarist, um, and, yeah. he's, and he's progressed drastically over, over the years, yeah. um, and continues to continues to. Yeah. I love his Instagram live, like guitar lessons. You know, yeah. He learned from the best. And he put in he put in his time and he continues to put in like 
work. You can tell. And like that, that was one of the things too that's like super inspiring to see is when you see someone who's reached a certain pinnacle continue to push themselves to like find <laughs> not even just new rating, but also new pockets. It's like, yo, I was great at like this particular style. Like, like even a ball player who's like, yo, I had mad handle and like I could drive to the lane, but I didn't have a shot. And so I added a shot to my game right. and I added it. And then I figured out how to like, because usually when you add something new to your game, it'll detract from your game at first, right? Yeah, you're trying to yeah. add the shot, and now you're not driving the way you drive no more because right. everybody tells you are supposed to shoot. And so you get comfortable with, with adding it to the rhythm of your game, right? So when you see, like, any any party in their craft add something new, like if somebody could only cook Chinese and then they study how to do Mexican and they respect, like, the culture and then they, like, cook some fly, you know what I mean? And then maybe they add... Like I love, I love seeing that in general. So definitely in the music, you you always push for that. Well, look, I want to I want to talk about this one song, man. Before we um wrap it up, man. Especially you know, like I said, I love. Uh, congratulations on that on that um that, that, that midnight Roboros project, man. I love it. Um, I'm I'm enjoying it more and more as I listen to it. Um, it caught me off guard, man. I'm not even gonna lie, man. I was expecting something different. I, I hear all I see. I look at you know before I listen to an album. I look at the track list and I'm looking at the track list and I didn't think it was going to sound like that. But being that I'm a music guy and I appreciate music, I gave it another listen. And every time I listen to it, man, I enjoy it more and more. Man, I feel like it's, I'm, I'm going to pick up on something different every time I listen to it. You know, every every time I listen to it, I, I, a different song become my favorite. Like one one time it might be the joint with Ty Ferris. Then it might be the joint with, you know, that moon joint. That was my favorite joint. Then I listened to the joint with uh with, with St. Nat. It's that one. So it's like you know, it's, it's a that's the beauty of music, man. I feel like man, real music you're gonna feel it. Um, real music, man, it's, it's gonna resonate, man, and, and, and it's gonna it's gonna be timeless, man. So I definitely uh, appreciate Shout that. Shout out the first time, like like, and I I think I heard Drake say that once too, where it was like, you know, like if if you got it right away, yeah, like then I didn't really like. I didn't push the so like there is something like I said, like my favorite, favorite music is always that shit that like I hear the first time yeah. and I'm like it's, it's even better when it's like that because it's it's like yeah. it's not even like you hate it, you just like uh yeah. my ears are are attuned to this. And then at some point like Got it like West Side Gun. I did not like West Side Gun when I first heard him. <laughs> I'm gonna I ain't gonna lie. I love them now, man, but I did I didn't like I didn't like it, man. I didn't like it. Um so different. I, I can name some other artists, but I'm just giving you what you're saying is so profound. And then like the other so way, bad. the other way that you win that battle as an artist too is through consistency. Too, right? Like like who's been more consistent than what right now? Like in Nobody. terms of just continuing to like do that damn thing. And push and elevate like the whole culture. Yeah, shout out to West, man. He's he's on a tear. He's shout on a tear right now. Man. He's on he's on a tear, man. But uh, yeah, I, I love that project, man. That uh, what I wanted to ask you, man, was that six 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 song, man. Where did that concept come from, man? Talk about that song and the video. Um, yo, the, the the concept was real was real simple, man. I don't know if, if people are familiar with the book The Inferno by Dante. Of course, Dante's Inferno. Yeah, yeah. So in the book, he goes through the levels of hell with Virgil. Mm -hmm. And the only Virgil that I know of is Virgil. Ablo. Ablo. And so my <laughs> thought was like, 
what if that was the Virgil that I had to like travel through hell with? And obviously I'd have to be like fly as hell. And somewhere in the like pursuit of fly as hell was just all these brands that have these like mythological names as references or like kind of dark meaning names as references, like Rolls Royce names all their cars after like names for ghosts like Wraith and yeah. Phantom and Ghost. You know what I'm saying? So like there was something like dope and and dark and mystical about all things fly. And and like usually there's something intellectual tied. Like huge for me. I had just read um, um Shoe Dog by Phil Knight and the story of how like he's seen the, the goddess Athena in in the, the, the temple and her name is Athena of Nike. And Nike means to bring victory, right? So she's the goddess that brings victory. Right. And he's seen that she was adjusting her sandal. So the goddess Athena adjusting the sandal so she could bring me Nike, like DHL do, was like, she could bring me victory, Nike. And then like, you know, my Nike packages come from DHL when you order them from certain places. So it was right. like that double play. But he seen the importance of footwear and why like doing shoes was something he should do. So there were all these like little dope meetings and like, twist on it and then I don't know the title 66 was dope because like no it, it doesn't mean what like the misinterpretation is like it's one of those game of telephone type things but again like it was just fun to challenge and and you know the play off of it was like cool and there's this little nugget throughout the album right that out if you go back now and you listen you'll catch but because Jay-Z is famous for doing, like, references from other people's, like, lyrics and shit, mm-hmm. um, like, even a, um, now this is not a sense of a pussy, in the sense of having a pussy, but a pussy have no guy said, said right, trying to right. push me. That's a, that's the UGK line, right? Yeah. Um, and, like, so many dope hold lines, oh, like. And Bun B verse. Yeah, 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 nice, like, like, nice little, nice little jacks or whatever. So I wanted all throughout the album to jack really, really obscure Jay-Z lines that, like, you probably wouldn't catch. And one of them is two green dice, one red. And and that's that's all for like coming to age part two, like the bonus track on Reasonable Doubt. Right. So like um I don't know. That just like throwing the dice just like sounded dope and then they landed on six 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 and and you know what I mean? Like it just kind of flowed from there. Everything just kind of flowed. The metaphors started coming in like this mm-hmm. little cool undertone and like even this common thread. Okay. So look. And and that beat was just like that that was like monk and I cooking and just some some special happened in that, that session. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. No, that's dope. That was, I remember I remember like when that monk like when like all the sauce just like assembled and like we had planes. You know what I mean? Like Special, yeah. special joint, special joint. Because it was one of them joints that, like, neither individual. Nice joint, right? I, I, I like that joint. Ain't my favorite song on there. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 I it's, one, it's one of it, it's it's one of those songs, and I think with the visuals, it stands out. That song really stands out, you know, with the visuals. Yeah. Man. So, yeah. Uh, Shout out to uh to Princess Dealer Roof for for crushing that mask. I needed that mask done in like. A quick amount of time in a certain way, and she just like stepped up. Okay, I like, got it. Got it. Um, like, out of town in New York City. <clears throat> so, that was that, 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 that was cool. 
Let's keep it moving, man. So look, I know you, you, you know, I, I, I follow you on Instagram. I follow you on Twitter, man. I notice, you know, I hear, you know, you, 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 you talk a lot about, you know, um, ownership and I want to know, man, from your perspective, man, from Deuce Ellis, how important you feel it is, man, for artists to have autonomy, uh, over their, um, careers, man, and ownership over their, you know, over their product, man, you know, as important as as you want it to be to be honest like it like just because i can only speak on myself like there's some people who are perfectly comfortable with giving up all the but you know six to twelve percent in exchange for the services that a record label provides and like if that like that's like working a job and like there's nothing wrong with that i don't i don't ever want to like be the one that can help the artist it's but what i what i would just do that just take the contract sign it, don't look at it. You got to understand that the house plays by house rules and you have the rights to like take that paperwork and have somebody who speaks legalese, which is a language all of itself, like decipher that shit and then maybe write you some more favorable terms so that you don't like miss out, you know what I mean, on certain shit for a long time. Like that's mm -hmm. well within your rights. And if you don't do that, when you have the opportunity to, then like it's on you to fight really hard to see if they'll change their minds after the fact. You know what I mean? But on the flip, in terms of ownership, like that just gives you power. It gives you leverage. It gives you something to like, pass down. It, it gives you the ability to be original. You know what I mean? Like I don't have to make a certain type of shit in, in order to please, you know, somebody's like, or I don't have that to. Whip, that that whip cracking your ass. Yeah, I don't have to dance on like the table, the executive like oak table, and like sing my raps and all that shit to like a group full of white people who probably don't get it anyways. You know, yeah. um, that's you like I this mean. independent lane, man. You like you like this shit, man. This seemed like you know, it seemed it seemed like you know, artists like yourself, man. It, it it's almost like a um, I used to look at it at one time, man. It's a gift and a curse, man. And when I mean Oh, I say the pros and the cons, man, because when you 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 through the Internet, you have oversaturation, but also the gatekeepers don't have that control like they once did. And and I, I feel with these gatekeepers not having that control that they once did, we get artists like yourself. Yeah. I mean, like it was simple though for me, man, like I had a teacher who told me that I couldn't do it. And I was like, yo, if I can make as much money as you do doing like. I'll be happy. And so that's it. Like, you know, we're that far. You know what I'm saying? Like that that was like you know something that you like. I could make like other than like doing this the way I do this. Like and then like, you know, I branched out and you know, just I realized I could create whatever like if I could it's business now. If I can make a product or a service and create demand for that product or service and market that shit well, connect to customers, then like I'll just sell whatever. Bro, I lived in Hawaii and I sold vacuum cleaners door to door, man, like $5,000 vacuum cleaners. And I knock on a stranger's door and by the end of the day, buy like a $5,000 vacuum I didn't, you know what I mean? So like, I figured, you know what I mean? I could sell like records to people who like to buy records. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so I like that, that, that was just like the, the way. I like that confidence that you have, uh, that confidence that you have within yourself, man. I feel like, you know, a lot of artists, man, they put on this image 
and they present this image to the fans, but it's not who they really are, man. Deep down inside, they don't really feel as confident um, as the image that they're portraying, and they need a lot of validation from others. With you, it's, it's either accept me, accept me for who I am or get the fuck on. You know what I'm saying? Either take it or leave it, and I like that about you. Especially with this and like carving out a niche, there's enough people that are like fuck with my shit that like I'll be good for the rest of forever. Like when I figured that out, first and foremost, and then like like I've seen the dedication from people who really do like love, you know, this thing that I do and this this moment that's growing. They were down and like they spend their hard earned money. They come out or they support. They show love and they you know what I mean like they they tap in like. As long as, like, I have them, like, what do I need, like, industry? Why do I need to kiss up to an industry gay people? Like, these these people that love me are the greatest people ever. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, right, that, right. that's like, like, like it, it, from that perspective, just like, fuck a gay people, man. Like, other, other than, like, if you can give me access to, like, things that maybe I can, like, create greater for my fans right. or, or, like, you know, open up the door to, like, find more of, like, my tribe. And we be able right. to bond and grow together, and you can help me with that. Then, like, if if you're just interested in like the, the clout game or like what you think is cool, like that that'll come and go and that'll pass. But like the stuff that I got with like the people who like buy, and then like not only do they listen to the music, but they'll buy a comic book, they wear sneakers that I make. Like that, that's that's like. Come on, let's talk know. about that, man. That's a, you just open up the floodgates to the segue, man. Let's talk about these sneakers and these comic books, man. We we got you. You playing the guitar? Now you, you you're making sneakers and co- bro. Let's talk about this, man. Like, <laughs> how did you come up with this idea, man, to put out your own sneakers, brother, and? To put out your own comic book, man. Like, I don't know any other rappers that's doing that without any major distribution, brother. I don't know any rapper that has their own comic book, first of all. But I don't know any other rapper that has a sneaker that doesn't have a major distribution. So talk about that a little bit, man. I've, I've probably seen a comic book or two before. I don't... I'm not, I'm not going to take, like, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not that dude. But but I I, know, I get what you're saying. And like, Let me know. I, I don't know. I'm not privy. I'm not privy to a rapper that has his own comic book. Let can you let's share the light on him, man. Let's ace the culture. Who else is doing I, it? Because I don't know. I, and I've I, seen like great album packages. I'll say that. But like my dude, comic book is an artist of who has a catalog a such as yourself, who has a who who had come on? We're not talking about the guy on the right. right. But the, the sneakers in this world dope because that's some of the fly shit that's out. Just the materials are really really premium. Um, the the black joints just dropped. There's there's there was only you, didn't, you didn't you didn't answer my question exactly. You're the only one doing it, Deuce. I I, I appreciate your humility and your modesty, but l- come on, man. Let's 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 not let's not let's not play that game, man. Like you're the only one that's come on, man. That's dope, He's man. I'm going to give you your flowers, man. Yo, accept the flowers, brother. Take your flowers, right, right. man. Jeez. Um, nah, man, I'm, I'm going to just keep working to, to like, to, like, grow, to, grow this brand. I don't – I appreciate that, but just from, like, my mindset, I haven't accomplished yet what, what I really would like to accomplish in that realm, and there's still new realms for me that I'm into to um, 
and and I got so much respect for that culture. I, I did what I will brag about that I am really really proud about is I just like just completed um, FIT sneaker course. Yeah, you know I mean FIT is like Fashion Institute of Technology. It's like the most prestigious institute for fashion in the world. Oh, talk your and shit, man. In the uh, <laughs> you know, like enrollment into this. Oh, okay, it's all good. Be proud of what you accomplished, Deuce, man. You're doing, you're doing great things, man. Fuck that teacher, man. That teacher's so good. So, but that, that's, that's like something that I'm really proud of. If you can make as much that, as that teacher, man, and you doing what you love, you winning, brother. You winning. You winning. You ain't got to be a millionaire. Is your lights turned on? You got clothes? You got food? You winning. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm just... I'm just not content. I'm, not saying you like. I'm just saying, like, I want the, the fans to, when they watch this video, I want them to know that that doing things, going about uh, 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 carving out your own lane, like what you're doing, you can win. You can win by doing that, man. It's a it's yeah. a winning recipe. You can be yourself and still be successful. It's not impossible. No, I think, I mean, if anything, like, it would probably suck if, like, I got trapped and then I had to be like somebody else for like, you know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. It's like, some people, like acting is a career. Maybe I'm maybe I'm overthinking it in terms of this like thing. But it's just it's just what fit for me. You know what I mean? It was like, was that um was just doing it kind of the way that I do it and flowing with what flows naturally. And once I once I found like a path for that and I seen what clicked, like what else? You know what I mean? Like, it's joyous for me. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to be trapped, like, being, like, super thug or anything, or, and, like, criticized for, like, oh, now I'm not super thug no more. Like, if I could reduce, I would simply chill and spread love and, like, be known for that, for, like, that's just who I am. And, like, you know, right. I just make really dope music and cool shit. And, and I, I vibe and I vibe with the people. And, like, I don't need nothing else, man. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm talking about, man. That's that, what I'm that's, talking that's about. the lane for somebody else who who want to do that. Like the, the work I'm I'm doing, like is beautiful. It's continuing to grow in like this real organic fashion, and and it'll speak for itself, like more and more yeah. and more and more. But I appreciate platforms like this where we get to just yeah, you know I mean, like shine a little light on it, let the people know. Um, I'm also a album man, so. Looking at the clock. Talk about that, man. It's like, the, only, the only time that, like, like it's only you that I'm fucking with. And, like, talking to right now, too. Because, like, other than that, like, I'm right back. So, like, like crafting, crafting something. Because I'm, like, I love Urban. Coming up, man. What we got? What we, because you, you coming, that, that last part. I know you dropped a single out earlier this year, man. Um, That's pretty yeah, that's dope. Cool, so. Little yeah, Lucy. I just, I, just, I just had that in the, in the tub, and I just wanted to, um, you know, Keep keep giving the people a little something, but um, yeah, I got I got a birthday coming up January twentieth, and there's a uh, instrumental album that's dropping oh, on the sixteenth. Capital, uh, no, oh, hey, I'm, I'm, hey, hey, yes, we celebrate, man. We celebrate, man. We a cigar or something, man. Happy yeah, Yame coming up. Happy Yame. I'm a, we, we go, yeah, man. We go. We, I'm I'm gonna get at you, man. I I ain't know you was a a fellow. You know, cat. You are you Capricorn or you or you Aquarius, man? The day changed, but we January baby. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. We you good. Know what I mean? So yeah, um, talk, but, about it. talk about it. Yeah, talk about it. But we gonna um for for the twentieth um with B Tape Co-op 
I'm dropping a B tape, and I'm gonna be doing some like cool video stuff with that coming mm -hmm. out. And then, um, you know, this new album, Acid, you're the first person I'm really, really like even announcing this with. Um, premiere, premiere, premiere. And and it's different, and the features are dope. Mm. And, and the music is is, is real. I, you know what I mean? Like, it's, 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 in a, it's in a dope place. I think I grew as a musician. And just and I was like about to music. ask about that. Are you playing some guitar on this one too? Yeah, like wow, wow. Um, I, like I grew as a guitarist for sure, and I wanted to like show that on a project. But still, like, like I really like my two main things were like I wanted to rap really, really good and play guitar really, really good, and just have beats that like made space yeah. for that. And so I love it. I love it, man. I love what you got going on, bro. I, I, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to be, let me come forward, man. I've only known about you really for like the past three months. And it means so much music, man. So don't, like for every artist that somebody don't know, I can give you like a hundred artists that that other person don't know. So it's, you know, so no, it takes a long time for me to like somebody too. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it <laughs> it's a lot of music, man. But with that being said, man, from me hearing your music, man, I've really, I've, I've really been enjoying it, man. I'm looking forward to, you know, what you got go coming out in the future, man. I'm looking forward to what you got going coming out uh, in 2021, man. You know, so um, it's gonna be a fun year, man. I'm definitely gonna you know. push. I'm gonna push the envelope. I'm gonna give the world a whole lot of cool stuff. You know what I'm saying? All throughout the year, uh, I don't really plan on being out work this year. Mm. Um, no doubt, no doubt. I love, it. I love it. But I'm having fun too. Like it's, it's, it's a joyous time. Like in the in the art. So, yeah. No so it. look, if you could work with any artist, man, who would you be? Who would who would you work with? I'm sorry. You can work with any no. artist, any artist, and any matter of fact, if you can work with one artist from hip hop, rhythm and blues, and rock, give me one artist from those three genres. Right now, um, any, it don't matter what era, any era, but one artist from rhythm and blues, from hip hop, and from rock. All right, from rock, it'd probably be Robert Johnson. That's rock. That's the origins of rock. Man, you threw, hey, you threw, you threw me for a loop right there because people don't even, people don't even put respect on Robert Johnson's name. They think that's blues, but he is the father of rock man like put some put some respect on robert johnson name man so keep going keep going um so we got robert johnson rhythm and blues what, what you got what you got so many i know yeah Sorry. it's if, if if i take quincy jones out the equation because he is all music and just all greatness. And that's probably the first person I want to work with before anybody in any genre of anything um, would be would be the Q. But aside from the Q and um, rhythm and blues, maybe Babyface or um, or Smokey. Because Smokey was writing a lot of those Motown records like yeah. all up and down the place. Okay. Um, okay. Or, or, or like I said, Kenneth was like, 
again, just this pioneered and like, just, there's not a song from like that era down there that ain't like touched by, him. you know what I mean? Like yeah. him or somebody trying to jack his swag. So yeah. they don't make it like that no more, man. Um, so, so now we got what we got. Now we got hip hop. Give me one artist from hip hop. One. Work with? Yeah. Like somebody that you can feel that will make that you will make a great concept record or that you can add to a project and it will bring out, you know, a great product, man, to the fans, man. Somebody, you know. See that? That's what I was going to say. Like, if, but you, you if, don't I make, could, if I could hang out or like just sold up game from anybody in hip hop, it'd probably be 50 Cent. Um, though I don't know if like that's who I feel like I would make the best record with. But in hip hop, I would love to just chill with 50. Um, we talk about music, brother. <laughs> but music wise, um, that I think I'd make a really great record with right now. Man, I, I really want to, I, I would love to do something West, man. I can't front. Yo, why did I know you was going to say that, bro? For some reason. I don't know why I was. I don't know why I knew you was going to say that, bro. What you what you think of that whole movement, man? That whole Griselda movement, man? Because um, you know, you 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 spent some time in Buffalo and everything, man. What you what you think about those boys, man? I saw I saw you and talk about that recent in- engagement, man, with uh, West Side Gun. I saw you on the on the gram um, with with West Side Gun. What you what you think about their whole movement and what's your relationship with West Side Gun? Well, you know, West loves art and. The Midnight Oribus comic book is a work of art. So, you know, he was he was one of the first people that had it. It's like Wes and Maul. My mama had the first first one. And then it's like Monk and Wes and Maul. Um, and, you know, I just happen to be around. Make sure my battery don't die. Um, I just happen to be around, like, for the session and shit. And, and he was appreciating the art. I was soaking up game from the guys, and it was just a, just one of those magical moments in the lab, man. Um, grateful to be a part of that history. And, and truth be told, like, it's it's wild. I have a beat machine, and there's just a moment where I just threw on the headphones, and I was making a beat. I don't know. I don't really feel like talking to, like, girls or really, like, doing nothing else other than, like, I don't know. I just tapped in and made a beat. But then something happened. I keep it a buck. And, like, it's like, man, West would really like this shit. Mm. I should keep it for myself. So I never, I never <laughs> played it for myself. Yeah. And you mm. might hear that beat sometimes. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Well, look, brother, Um, I really enjoyed having you on, man. I really enjoyed this conversation, brother. It's been an honor. It's been a pleasure, man. I learned a lot, man. I learned a lot in this conversation, man. Um, Likewise. Likewise, you know, I like the way you pushed a lot of this this energy, man. Like, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Like, Thank you, man. Hey, can I can I get a shout out, man? Bridging the generation podcast. Shout out before we go, man. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, ready? All right, yo, this is Dual Sellers. Shout out Bridging the Generations podcast, man. Best best interviews on the web right now, man. Tap in, pick up some gems. Thank you, brother. Appreciate that, man. Again, it's been an honor, man. I look forward to having you back on, man. Whenever you, you know, got some more, some more fire, man. Let's do this again, man. We, you know, we, we January yeah. brothers, man. you know, yeah. 
Yeah, we're gonna celebrate, man. Maybe maybe we'll do something on like the yo, I think Dr. King Day is the 18th, it's a day off. Maybe we'll we'll do like a little vibe, little celebration or some shit. Yeah, why not? We'll we'll bottle together. Yeah. Hey man, I appreciate that, brother. Man, I really do, man. This has been a, a great experience, man. Keep doing what you're doing, brother, man, and just just keep pushing the boundaries, man. We love it, man. We love it. Appreciate you, beloved. You stay safe, stay dangerous, man, and uh, we'll stay in tune. You know what I mean, off air and all that good shit. No doubt, no doubt, man. You take care. Have a good night, brother. Peace. All right, peace.